You are tuned in to The Tea Side, a podcast where we talk total health, life lessons, and music. I'm your host, licensed therapist, doula, and music enthusiast, Tanya D. Now let's get into it. Welcome to The Tea Side Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya D. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I hope you enjoy the episode. If you do, be sure to head on over to theteesidepodcast.com and follow me on social media to see additional content that I share over there. Today, I'm going to just give you all a little update about what's been going on in Tanya's world. Because I've had so much going on, I'm going to break this episode up into two. And next week, I will do a season two recap. I actually plan to take a break in August and come back in September. But the way my schedule has been, I didn't get a chance to take that break. So I will take one in September and come back with season three in October and celebrate my one year potiversary or whatever it's called. Can you believe I've actually been doing this podcast for almost a year? I definitely can't. Time has flying, but you know what? I've lost all track of time completely. Where in the world did 2021 go? Man, I don't know. I guess it's lost somewhere with 2020. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a little hoarse, so forgive me if I sound like a frog. I actually find that the more that I record episodes, my throat hurts more. Now, I really think it's just from talking so much at work and then recording episodes. I'm actually drinking some lemon anchonacea, I guess that's how you pronounce it, throat coat tea right now. It says that it's good for throat health and immune function, whatever that means. But if it's got some immune boosting properties, I'll take it. So I was talking to my brother recently about an article that I wrote for a magazine and telling him how I felt uncomfortable because I think the title of it was Meet One of St. Louis's Rising Stars or something like that. And I was like, okay, I guess. But anyway, I have to tell you more about the article next week. But he asked me why I felt uncomfortable And asked if it was because I'm not used to letting people in on my personal life. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, of course it is. But that's because I really don't feel like what I'm going through is any worse than anyone else. And who wants to hear about more negativity? It's plenty of that going on in the world. I know I don't want to hear it. So it's kind of ironic, though, that. I don't want to hear it, but that's what I do for a living. Listen to other people's problems. Seriously, though, I started the podcast to bring some positivity and knowledge to help people get through this crazy thing called life. So who really wants to hear me sit and bitch for however long? But the more I thought about it, I still don't feel like people really want to hear it. But I feel like it might lend some credibility to the things that I'm saying. I don't want to just say stuff just because it's really because I've been through most of it or currently dealing with these things. So I'm really speaking from real experience. And although I don't consider myself an an optimist by any means, 
I consciously make an effort to find positive in every situation, no matter how insignificant it might seem. So with that said, here's what I've been doing in between my posts on social media or episodes that I release because I've had quite a bit of a break in between. And we'll see how long my voice holds out while I do it. Well, first up, honestly, I'm out here feeling like MJ. I literally feel like I'm working from sunup to midnight. So my song for today is Working Day and Night by Michael Jackson. And the first thing is my actual job. You know, I won't bore you with all the details of it, but we had two people from my team move to a different department. So that's just called some extra work. We used to have at least two people on the shift to close, but now for some reason, people will just have to close by themselves. Okay, whatever. Problem is, in less than a month, that person just happened to be me. And, you know, it hadn't been anybody else. Both times it fell on me. Now, I will say, I was proud of myself because I feel like my newfound voice has been very lib- very liberating because I was able to stand up for myself and let him know that I would not be the one left by myself all the time. I said it in a bit of a nicer way, but honestly, I don't really think it would have been a big of an issue as it was if he hadn't already set a precedent of hanging me out to dry and putting more work and other people's work on me unnecessarily on more than two occasions. So bottom line, it's just been busier at work. And since the world is in a crisis at the moment, and there's few of us on the team to handle the situations that come up in the call volume, it's just been a bit hectic. And for some reason, there seems to be an influx of stressed out teenagers going into treatment lately as well. I don't know. And a lot of them seem to be in California. But either way, since I'm busier, I don't have as much free time between my calls to work on podcast stuff. And that includes posting something online. I used to have a minute in between calls. I can try to get something posted. I don't have that luxury anymore. In real talk, the older I get, the more I really wish that I could quit my job and work for myself. I've never been one for corporate America anyway. I initially went to college to open my own daycare. I never liked working for other people. Now, whether I'd just be doing crafts or podcasting, I don't know. I would just like to be able to utilize my creativity more. And in corporate America, they don't allow for any of that. But in order to work for myself right now and just quit my job, I would need a sponsor or a miracle. But In the meantime, I'll just be, you know, slaving away. Speaking of work, one day I was chatting with one of my coworkers and out of nowhere, she just said, you've been dealing with a lot of death lately. And until she said it, I hadn't even really realized or thought about it that way, which actually made me stop and think, man, I really do ignore a lot of things. Is that good or bad? I don't know. I think it might be a little bit of both because I'm able to not focus on it so I can keep going and get things done. 
although it's not very effectively sometimes. So that means at the same time, I'm not really taking care of myself, taking care of my mental self. I'll say that. And they say death comes in threes. And that happened in this case. Well, actually, it was four. There was a guy I went to high school with. I think he graduated the year after me. He got shot. And it it was, from my understanding, it was random. He wasn't bothering anybody. You know, that was just terrible because he was a really nice guy. Um, and so I wasn't really close to him. It was still sad nonetheless. And then shortly after that, I found out that a girl that I've been knowing since I was seven died. We went to the same babysitter and she lived in my old neighborhood. And because I hadn't really been on social media, I didn't even find out that she had passed until they were actually having the funeral. And then another guy that lived down the street from me lost his three-year battle with breast cancer. Now, this one hit really hard because he was one of those people that impact your life and they don't even realize it. You know, growing up, I was always the mean girl and all of that, but I had a big backyard and all the boys we used to come up and play football in the backyard, but they wouldn't let me play because I was a girl, but he was always, always nice to me. He would talk to me on the bus, you know, just walking down the street, he'd say hi, you know, and he was like that with everybody. He was one of what they would call a gentle giant. He was, even when we were little, he was a big guy, you know, but he was always smiling. He was always sweet and kind to everybody and always just positive about life. And since my dad died, I don't even go to funerals. Well, Aside from the fact that there's Rona out there, I'm not trying to go to visitations and be around people like that. I'm fine. But I had to go to his visitation. I didn't want to go, but I felt like I had to go. And although I went, I couldn't even get up to his casket. I got halfway there. I was like, okay, I'm good. I cannot do this. I just can't. So I just looked at him and paid my respects from a distance. So rest easy, big hand. You will definitely be missed, but your presence will always be felt. Then in a bizarre twist of fate, one of my mom's childhood friends lost her son in a terrible car accident when a girl drove her car into his mom's house around one or two in the morning and killed him. That's crazy. They found him under the rubble several hours later when they heard his cell phone ring because they would, they didn't know he was there. They were trying to call him to tell him what happened. And they finally heard his cell phone ring underneath everything. Just tragic. Now, my mom is not <laughs> an emotional person at all. So it was really hard for me to see her in the state she was in because she took it really, really hard. She was, she wasn't really able to speak in complete sentences and she was just really frazzled and 
you know, she was like, I got to go down. I got to see her. I got to get there. So I drove her down to Memphis to, to attend the services. And I love driving. For me, driving is peaceful. I love to look at the scenery, put on some good music. I'm good. I can drive for hours. But let me tell you, that drive was stressful as hell because the bridge was out and it took extra hours to get there when it should have only been five. (laughs) And then there was a torrential downpour. It was just a mess. So it was just not a fun, relaxing trip. Although unfortunate circumstances it was good to see family though so yeah I've been dealing with that too and lastly I've also been going to the chiropractor to help me fix my back that I threw out early last year when Rona first hit and nothing was open so I didn't go get it checked out it's just been getting progressively worse and because I've had back issues since I was a child I know all the exercises to do and all that. So I've been kind of doing stuff on my own at home to manage it. But at my last rheumatologist appointment back in April, I told him that I threw my back out. And so he sent me for x-rays because he wanted to check for ankling spondylitis, which is a form of inflammatory arthritis that affects your spine. And he said if that was the case, he wanted me to start infusions. So the preliminary results of the x-ray didn't show any signs of spondylitis. Then I got a call from a business office saying that they were calling because I was approved for medications and they wanted to get me started on infusions. I don't remember the name of the medication at the time. Don't matter because I'm not taking it. And they were telling me that I would qualify to get um, the cost or something reduced down to $50 or $150, but it would be over time. So like I pay $50 each time for three different times or something, some, something ridiculous. And I was like, um, yeah, I don't even have the results back from the blood work. What do you have? So I was like, I'll get back to you. So I called to check on the results from them. 10 vials of blood that they took from me. I'm like, good Lord. They usually take four, I think, when I go, because they got to test, make sure my liver is working and all that stuff. But 10, that was a bit much. I wasn't expecting that. And basically the results said, no spondylitis indicated. You're fine. But then the infusion sent a call to schedule my first appointment. And I actually asked them, okay, so... What is the diagnosis code that you were given to start me on these infusions? And what am I getting infusions for? And you know, they told me spondylitis, huh? Hold up. Wait, what? Um, where'd you get that from? And she said, well, that's what they sent over. Well, they are a damn lie because I have nothing to indicate that. So I'll just go ahead and get a second opinion. I'm not scheduling anything at the moment. I'm good. And then my next thought after I hung up the phone was, wait a minute. I started going through my fraud, waste and abuse training that I have to go through every year at work. I'm like, um, yeah, something's not right. Cause clearly they're trying to build for something that is incorrect. That's not right. 
and since I was out of town and had to cancel my follow-up appointment, I didn't even reschedule and decided right then and there, yeah, I'm just going to find a new doctor. I'm not going to even fool with them. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have been having a lot of swelling and pain in my knees and hands. And at one point, some slight swelling in my ankles and on the top of my foot. But thankfully, that's gone now. I took prednisone for a week and it went away. But when I have flare-ups, I get extremely tired and I have no energy and all I want to do is sleep. And honestly, that's the best thing to just sleep. Because like I've mentioned before, sleep is what helps repair the cells in your body. And since I don't sleep, that's a whole issue. But honestly, I really think it's my diet. I've got to figure out what in my diet specifically is causing all of this aside from sugar. I know that's one of the things. So anywho, I finally got to see the chiropractor and he was able to give me the full report of the x-ray and it showed some possible sacroiliac arthritis, which is really what he's treating me for anyway, to straighten my pelvis out because the left side, he said, is pushed back, which is pushing on the right side and causing a lot of pressure on my sacrum. So it's very painful. Now, what was new on the report was it said they found small flebolites and it's spelled P-H-L-E-B-O-L-I-T-H-S, flebolites, which is basically small blood clots in the vein that harden over time due to calcification. So basically, it's like hardening of the arteries, except it's in the vein. So yeah, there's that. I was told that they're usually benign. There's nothing to worry about. And it's a normal part of aging. So how's that for it? Does that make me old? Moment. I tell you, <laughs> seems like every time I go to the doctor, whether it's the eye doctor, the OB, the rheumatologist, or my primary doctor, they all say those dreaded words. Well, that happens as you get older and you are getting older. Dang, I know. I know. You don't have to keep reminding me. Jeesh, it's terrible. Anyway, the chiropractor told me I will probably be in, I'll probably feel worse before I get better. Yeah, I've been worse, but better at the same time. It's crazy because last week I was able to work out for about 20 minutes before the pain kicked in, which is good. So 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. I've even been able to get back on the treadmill and walk a little bit which is great because I got to get rid of this extra chin that I've grown. It's terrible. So on top of being tired from work, I really haven't been feeling like doing anything. And since I had all of that going on and I was really just over life itself, I decided to practice self-care. And for the first time in probably my entire career, I took an entire week off from work. I usually will take a few days off or schedule it around a weekend or a holiday so I don't have to take a full five days. But this time, I took a full Monday through Friday off. I initially said I was going to do some things and, you know, make some calls. But instead, I decided, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. 
and I'm just going to rest and sleep and actually took naps when I felt like it, which was lovely. I didn't even leave the house until Wednesday. I did manage to record and release an episode, though. I recorded with the Blurred Explorer to talk about his book, The Black Traveler's Guide to Daegu, South Korea, which is the last episode I put out. So if you have not checked that one out, you can go ahead and listen to that one after you listen to this one. The only thing I had on my to-do list was to visit my friend's granddaughter and one of my doula babies because babies make me happy and that's fun for me. So I got to go and play with the baby and feed her and she was all cute and smiling and happy and that just was the most wonderful thing. It's the little things in life that I appreciate. And that was after I left going to the craft store which also makes me happy until I spend way too much money, but that's a different issue. Then I went out and finally bought a new refrigerator, which turned out to be an ordeal in itself. I had to end up taking that one back and getting a new one. I ended up with one that is smaller and I don't really like it, but whatever. It keeps the food cold like it's supposed to. And at this point, that's all I can ask for. I haven't really been watching much TV at all. I've been trying to go to sleep earlier. And for me, going to sleep earlier is like one or two o'clock in the morning. But that's fine because I don't have to get up until nine or ten, depending. So it's not like I couldn't get a good seven, eight hours of sleep. I just can't sleep that long I'll end up waking up on my own but most recently I watched cocaine cowboys (laughs) on Netflix they were evading the feds better than John Gotti it was crazy but that was very interesting and I also watched the new season of the movies that made us on on Netflix as well and they did back to the future Forrest Gump Jurassic Park, and I don't remember the other one, but I love Forrest Gump because I love Tom Hanks. That's my favorite actor. And I've been a fan of his since Bosom Buddies. So I've been a huge fan of Tom Hanks from the very beginning. So that was very interesting for me. And over on Amazon, I watched the Mary J. Blige documentary called My Life, celebrating the 25th anniversary of her iconic album, My Life. And that was like the soundtrack of my college years. Yeah, Mary J. Blige, she came out like my freshman year of college. And other than that, I really only watched the Marvel shows like WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. And honestly, the only reason I see those is because they drop at 2 a.m. Central Time. And that's usually about the time I go to bed. So I'm finished working on the podcast or whatever else I'm doing. Then I'll get in the bed and turn that on. And they're only like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So I'll watch those and then go to sleep. Or sometimes I'm asleep after 15 minutes. So I'll have to watch it, the rest of it, the next morning or something. But other than that, I really have not watched anything I am watching What If, the what the Marvel What If shows now, and 
they just did the one with Chadwick Boseman, which was, which I thought I'd make it through the whole episode without crying, but yeah, I made it to almost the end and it was something they were saying. I was like, oh man, it just hit me and I got a little teary eyed, but it was a really good episode. So I watched that and I've watched the new Suicide Squad and Black Widow. I watched them at home. I have not been to the theater, but I don't really think I've watched much else. If I have, it hadn't been important. I don't know. But I've been working on a couple of shirts. I have not made a shirt in over a year. Ironically, I'm making it for the same person, my friend. Her birthday's coming up, so that's been fun. There you have it. Now you're all caught up with what I've been doing. Exciting stuff, right? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. But despite all that, I try to focus on the positive and do things that make me happy. Or at least they're not stress inducing. You know, I try to balance things out as much as possible because life can really be too much. One of my favorite sayings is, I quit today. And it doesn't mean I'm suicidal or giving up on life. It simply means I've done all I can do for the day and it's time for me to stop and regroup. Because I'm a visual person, I'll give you a visual to maybe explain it a little better. If you take a carbonated beverage and pour it in a cup and the foam starts coming up and taking up all the space, what do you do? You stop pouring, right? And you let the fizz die down or you'll drink some off the top to keep it from overflowing because you know if it gets too full, it will overflow and it makes a huge mess. But if you just wait a minute, you'll see that the cup still has a lot of room left in it. It was just all the fizz taking up a bunch of, you know, which is really just a bunch of air, taking up all the space. Then you can continue pouring your drink into the cup. That's kind of how life is. Sometimes all the extra stuff gets in the way and you can't even see through all of it. If you take a step back for a minute and regroup to get your mind right, you'll see that it wasn't necessarily that much at all or whatever it was, it wasn't that serious. And then you'll have more room to put in the good things and have more positivity in your life. So there's always going to be something going on that can bring you down, but it's all about your mindset. I mean, yeah, it's depressing that I have all of these ailments, can't do the things that I used to do, and I'm always tired, and I can't even go to a good concert or travel to hang out with my friends to rejuvenate. But there's always good in everything. You might have to get out the microscope to find it sometimes, but It's there. I mean, yeah, I don't feel good. I can't do what I used to do, but I can still get up and do things, whereas some people can't. I talk to them every day. I have family and friends that can help me out if I need it. And I have friends that allow me to vent, cry, or even express my insecurities when I need to. So there's always the little things. And One of the best parts is I have you all who listen to my podcast whenever I put it out. So, you know, sorry, it's not consistent. I'm 
trying to work on it for season three because honestly I have I think probably three or four episodes that I've recorded that just have not been edited that I could have put out already but I haven't so they'll get put out later but you all are the reason that I keep going I don't want to stop doing it because I like it but I know there are people who actually listen and like what I have to say although it still boggles my mind why that's okay I don't need to understand why I just do it but also at the same time I love you all but I love me more so like I said I have to just kind of take breaks in between with the podcast but I will be back next week and give a recap on season two and some of my personal accomplishments and tell you about something exciting that I have coming up. Now, before I get out of here, I do want to give a quick shout out to my coworker and her husband who just opened Selfie World St. Louis. And Selfie World is a new self-photo studio that's located out at the Premium Outlet Mall here in St. Louis. And for only $20, you can go in for an hour. You can do personal photo shoots. You can go by yourself or take a friend, group of friends. You can rent it out for private events. And there is a group discount if there's, I think, 15 or more people. So you can go in and you have the option of over 20 different backdrops and installations for you to do your portraits. And I'm actually really excited about going. I had to wait till my hair was done, one. But I do plan to go at, at some point to, to take some pictures because I haven't really had any pictures taken of myself in years. And they change out the rooms every couple of months. In September, they will be putting in, I believe, a couple of fall-themed rooms. So you can check them out online on Instagram at Selfie World STL, and that's S E L F I E W R L D S T L. Or you can find them on selfieworldstl.com. And don't worry if you're not in the St. Louis area, that's fine because they have 26 different locations in over, I think it's 19 states. So just check for lo- the location nearest you and go in, have a lot of fun. I can't wait to go. Hopefully I can get my friends to go with me because it looks like it will really be a lot of fun. They have one that's like a plane. I definitely want to get that like you're in the VIP section of an airplane. Since I can't travel for real, maybe I'll go and, you know, live vicariously and pretend like I'm traveling and Take some pictures there. They've got pay phones. I think it says call me up on the wall. I, yeah, they got some swings in there. I want to do all kind of fun stuff. So it looks like it's a lot of fun. So definitely check them out. And I've rambled on long enough. So thanks for listening. And until next time, be safe, wear a mask, take care of yourself, and be kind to someone because you never know what they may be going through. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Teesside Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Teesside Podcast. 
If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the episodes. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time.